0: My goodness, can you believe that it is already April? It seems like it was just January 1st. I just want to say thank you for such an enthusiastic welcome from my Patreon and a wonderful first month. Oh my gosh, there's 85 of you in there. And we had such a great time on our live call. You totally embraced the prompt. There's been four podcast episodes dropped early. And I just want to say thanks. And if you'd like more information on what that Patreon is, you can go to patreon.com backslash in the windowsill. That's P A T R E O N.com backslash in the windowsill, or just check the link in my Instagram bio. No matter what though, I love the feedback I've been getting from you guys lately. There's so much goodness in these podcasts and you have been responding and telling me that it's helped you a ton. So thanks for being here. Here's another great episode for you and please continue the feedback and the reviews. I'm doing this for you. Cheers. Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windows Hill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee, maybe your paint water, a glass of wine, and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Hey friends, I have a treat for you this week. I know I always say that, but every time I think it's true, I so enjoy talking to my guests and I hear so much from so many of you that you do as well. So thank you. This week I am recording from High Point, North Carolina. I am at the furniture show and it is just so much fun to be here, be inspired, be in the middle of all this. It's just a whole different thing. So if you're following along on my stories at mtanto Instagram, I'm popping it all on there. And this week, I am just really also very honored to bring you this conversation with Ted Kennedy Watson. Ted and I have known each other for a long time, and I'm fortunate enough to have met Ted through, again, this creative business that we all find ourselves in, in some way or another. Ted began his sort of adult career in tennis whites, and you'll hear more about that as we go into it. But he began his career in the visual arts by representing some of the friends and people he knew. Who were creating interesting objects? He opened a wholesale showroom first, and that's where Ted and I met. It was a blast, he said. He sold to retailers all over the country, big names, and really interesting retailers. And then he decided to add retail to the wholesale side of Watson Kennedy and opened his first store in 1998 right in the heart of Seattle's amazing Pike Place Market, which some of you might know about. He opened his second store nearby on First Street in 2001. Ted says his daily goal is to see beauty in many things, and he certainly does that, and we are luckier for it. A little bit more about Ted's thought process. See, smell, taste, feel, and hear. His sense of design and display has always been centered on these main themes. In his words, my concept for interesting design, be it for interiors or the shops, has always been to incorporate the five senses, creating environments that are rich in experience, timeless, and downright stylish. All of his handpicked and wonderful products so represent these five things. And you can find them online. And if you're lucky enough to be in Seattle, I absolutely encourage you to get yourself to one of his stores. There is nothing like it anywhere. His sense of style, his sense of curation, really and the pieces he has brought together is something like you might find in Paris or London or, or somewhere else. And we're lucky enough to have it right here in Seattle. The charming and very talented Ted is also a writer of best selling design and decor books. Ted has two books, and his new one is recently out, and he wrote and styled and photographed the entirety of the book, which highlights his creative eye and his attention to absolutely beautiful detail. It is called Ted Kennedy Watson's Guide to Stylish Entertaining. And again, in Ted's words, it has been such a labor of love to write about, style, and photograph about something so near and dear to our hearts in our household entertaining. Filled with ideas, tips, menus, and recipes, along with QR codes to scan that take you right along as I set the table, make the meal, or whip up a cocktail. I even created Spotify playlists to be played for your next supper or soiree. Be you a seasoned entertaining pro or novice just starting out, this guide is for you. And I have one more quote from Ted because I feel like it really does express so much about him and why I am so lucky to know him. Ted says, at my core, I am a finder, shopkeeper, curator. I get to create cool and inviting environments, sell amazing goods, and meet people from all over the world. The shops and this website are really an extension of my homes and how I feel the good life can be lived. Design, gift-giving, manners, style, all have great importance to me. We live in such a rushed world. I want to inspire people to light a candle, set a stunning dinner table, or handwrite a note. Time will slow down and we become more aware of our surroundings. Again, if you're here, you can visit Watson Kennedy while in Seattle at Pipe Place Market or First in Spring. You can visit the shop online at www.watsonkennedy.com. And be sure to follow along on Ted's blog, which is kind of where all the writing started. And it's www.tedkennedywatson.com. And of course, without further ado, you could listen to me, but I think you'd rather be listening to Ted. So glad to have you here. At long last, I think this is overdue.
1: Oh my gosh, I am so so excited.
0: You know, it's so fun to talk to people who I so admire, but that I've known for a long time too, from from this crazy industry or segment of the creative world that we all live in. I love Absolutely. that.
1: Absolutely. And we've known each other. So was that when did your mom have her store? Uh was so that she, maybe-
0: she and I had the store together yes, first. Yeah, yeah. And you exactly. were just in wholesale. So that was ninety. Yeah. 90- Wow. We started the store in, I want to say 91.
1: Yeah. And I started the Sherman 94. So, um, I mean, that's a long time. We've known for a very long time.
0: <laughs> we were so young.
1: We were very young. Riding we our still bike are story. very young. Because yeah. we can
0: drive yet. You- yeah. No, yeah. it was, I mean, re- I remember because mom and I went to the Seattle gift show just once and it was in the convention center. And there you were tucked in between some cool rock and roll
1: silver jewelry. And oh my God. Else. Big belt buckles. And then my <laughs> booth. And then something else. Yes. All the, all the gift world. But absolutely. it was so
0: good. And you, and I, in reading a little bit more about you, cause I don't think we've actually sat down and talked about all this. You, you really had a, a you totally shifted your path to get, you know, a place that you felt really comfortable creatively.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I played tennis my whole life and that was my love and my passion. And, um, and your work. Uh, very luckily right up in my work. Yes, most definitely. So right after college, uh, well actually in college, I started teaching and, um, I just absolutely loved it. And then that's what brought me to Seattle. So I was one of the pros in cell tennis club. And, um, so yeah, it was uh, it was one of those things. I kind of hit thirty, and it was I just I wanted to. I, I mean, I, I played tennis every day of my life up until then, and uh, from starting at the age of eight. Yeah. And then I just wanted to, I mean, all of our friends that, you know, were creating things and doing things. And, um, I mean, it was a very different time in the world, uh, being, um, being gay and, um, and teaching tennis, uh, was, a, it wasn't always like, I wasn't able to be out. Um, yeah, now I'm sure. And- you know, Ted and I were by then already together for five years, and I was like, you know, I don't really want to live this yeah. this life where I have to hold back anything. And so, um, I mean, which is fine. You know, it's it's not a regret at all. I mean, I feel actually kind of, in a way, I'm really I'm happy that you know it it was the nudge that made me say, okay, great, I I want to do something else, and right. so I started. Um, I started the wholesale business and actually started it out of our home. Um, So I started having sales. Um, So I, I went to the San Francisco show and I got a bunch of different, you know, small manufacturers and a bunch of friends that were creating stuff. So, I had these sales and they were just, you know, crazy good. And then, but then at the end of the day, it had to be like, well, um, this is really great, but, but like we have to live in our house. So, like, how's this <laughs> really going to work? So, um, I don't know if you ever saw my showroom at the gift center, but um, it was teeny. Did. It was literally the teeniest showroom they had. And I remember the woman showing it to me um, and she was, you know, kind of apologetic. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry this isn't bigger. And I'm like, no, 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 don't apologize. This is absolutely perfect. This, this is totally what I want. So, I literally was still teaching tennis at the time. So, oh, wow. when I opened my share them so um so it worked out perfectly so I, I got to get out of our home and um and started doing that and um and it was i i adored it the moment i started doing it i just uh you know uh, i've always loved shopping uh, i've always been a first class shopper and um uh so all the stores that I invited to, you know, come to the initial sales that were in our home. Um, they were all people I knew really well because I was, you know, a really good customer of theirs. Yeah. So it, it just, um, uh, I was like, Oh my God, you know, I can make my living doing this. You right. know, this is really kind of, um, kind of blew me away. And so, um, uh, I mean, once I started to know more people in the industry, um, then I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to. You know, first I was like, I want to open a store, and they're, you know, like, oh gosh, but you know, why don't you think about doing the wholesale first? Because you know nothing about this. I mean, I remember the first order I'm writing, and the woman's like, oh yes, let's do that, perf- uh, let's do that performa, and let's do that net thirty, and I, I write it down, <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea. I knew nothing okay. about. I knew nothing <laughs> about any of it. So, which actually ultimately probably was a really good thing because, uh, you know, by fire, you know, you just jump into it and, um, you know, if I knew some of the setbacks or whatever, I probably would have been more hesitant, but I'm like, you know, let's just give it a go. My father always had this, this fabulous thing about, you know, betting on yourself, um, you know, just always, um, and so that's kind of been my rule of thumb in life. So
0: I think you've done that really well. I think, (laughs) I think you've showed up in so many ways. I think, you know, being one who shopped at st- friends or made friends with those store owners that you shopped with. And then you were representing artists that you liked or friends that you had that happened to be artists. And then you open your own store and you were able to continue doing that, you know, right. supporting people whose work you liked and then passions of yours. Like there's vove Cluco in there and there's, yeah. I come there for my Malden seesaw, you know, and uh, yet, I mean, and this is all things we'll circle back to, but yet mm-hmm. you're voted one of the top, home deck stores in in america so i just (laughs) i just think you know for for someone that's never been to any either of your stores Mm -hmm. from an outsider looking in the first time because i'd known you for for quite a while before i ever went to your store Mm -hmm. and and Walking in. Well, I think it starts with the window, at least one, the one on First Avenue, because that's where right. I went first. Yeah. And walking up to the window, you just get that feeling, you know, when you get to a store that you maybe haven't been to before, but you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really good. You can just <laughs> tell by looking in the window and the s- displays, but then the promise of what's beyond. Right. And then you go in and there's first, the smell hits you, there's flower, but it's the, it's the things that you've brought together and the way you arrange them and the color and the pattern and the texture. And nobody does it like you, nobody, (laughs) nobody does. And it was just, it was really an experience that I'll carry with me my whole life. Walking in your store, because it's just for somebody who's very visual and, and have, has been in, you know, wholesale and retail. It's like, okay, this is something really special, which just, you know,
1: Oh, thank you. Well, um, you know, I have no training in it whatsoever. Um, it's all very, um, it's just completely natural. You know, when I was a little kid, I was, you know, very creative and, you know, loved t- taking art classes and stuff. So it's, but I've never really, you know, I, I didn't study design or anything. It's very, um, uh, the... The whole thing with the whole vibe of the stores is that um, I really always thought of it in terms of an extension of our home, that it's like um, like the retail around the world that I've gone to that I really loved. I always felt something. I always had like a feeling like when I went in, I was like, wow, this is this is something totally, totally different. Sometimes it doesn't fully make sense, which I love. That's actually another one of my, I yeah. think I very early on, I was like, God, don't get so caught up on like, everything has to make sense. So yeah. that's why I love having, you know, just like random bowls of just, you know, weird stuff, like old keys or something, you know, it's like, what, you know, when people go, what is that? What's that for? I'm like, I liked it's it. Re- it's really whatever like you, you want. It's totally. Cause I liked it. So I think the the premise of of just making it really just incredibly and i write about this a lot um you know it's all about the senses it's all about the five senses so it's it's you know that you walk in and like you said the thing about the scent is just paramount and and you know we always have music playing and you're always greeted and it's um you know it's just the feeling of uh, somebody's coming into an extension of our home um and then it's this just incredible um not sensory overload but your senses are just really um just play a huge huge part of it um and then the display it's just that's just something that's just always come very very natural to me um And that's actually where I'm really happy. I had that wholesome background Mm. because, you know, in a showroom, you have to display every line together, and that was always my, you know, biggest challenge with the showroom. Is I was like, oh, I want to move this candle over here. I want to move this over here, and it's like you can't because then you're showing somebody the line, and they're like, why is that over in the other corner or whatever. So, but by doing that, by being kind of limited in that, that actually kind of taught me how to create a display still creatively while working within the really tight confines of what the actual line was. So I still do that a little bit in the the stores where, um, you know, I have certainly much more leeway where I can really move stuff around, but um, that you, you know, we sell so much small stuff that, you um, it stuff needs to tell a story and that, um, so, you know, when I'm looking at a display, uh, I'm, I'm really trying to take myself out of myself and put myself into what the customer is thinking and seeing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, why is that there? Or what does that, you know, how does that make sense to them? Or, you know, what, so it's, um, there's a lot of stuff going on. So like when I have new hires and I'm, you know, walking them around and we're spending the first day and we're walking through the displays and, you know, it was just like, you know, just give yourself time because you'll start to understand where my head is at with all of this stuff. And it just, you know, it just takes time. But for me, it's the, uh, I mean, I love so many aspects of retail, um, but the display is my number one, you know, the thing that's most near and dear to my heart.
0: Well, it makes sense. It, it It's a follow through from your houses like you said and i think too in a store such as yours a customer myself as a customer is always discovering something new you don't Mm -hmm. you might go in thinking you know what you're looking for but you Mm -hmm. definitely come out with more than you thought you would right and
1: that's you know you mentioned the mold mold and salt so i mean you know like we have these um i mean there's a good number of our items that We literally have carried for twenty five years. You know, like we've carried votiva red currant candle for twenty five years. we I love you know, that probably, on your website.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: there's probably a hundred items that we, you know, so like you know, mold and salt we've carried probably for twenty plus years. So you always know that you can come in and get that. But so that's going to be part of the draw. You know, you're right. gonna, that's going to draw you in the store. But then you come in and you're like, oh my god, you know, you have five, hopefully five other things in your hand when you leave. So um, we, I've always tried to have those things that are like I call them the basics or the classics of Watson Kennedy that, you know, we always have those things on hand and then, you know, that's, that's the the pull to bring people in. So I don't know. It's always,
0: and I've left with beautiful art and, you know, beautiful jewelry and great glasses and that's
1: what I love. Well, and the art thing, the art really, you know, we've done art uh, pretty much always, but then I think it was really, I mean, COVID definitely had, something to do with it but it was even before covid but um we just i really made a real push that we were going to um original art was going to be just a huge part of what we did um you know there's just so much great original art and there's so much great original art that's still affordable and um uh and so that became just a, a huge part of it as well so you know we've always created art you know this wall space and for many years we didn't really do that much with it and so you know the original has become just a big part of it too which adds a whole another layer and i find with you know this this november is going to be our 25th anniversary at the, at the for the market shop and um you know i feel still in some ways that i'm just beginning because, you know, with retail, you just learn, you just constantly learn. If you're not learning, then it's probably time to say, you know, to wrap it up because uh, there's just so much um, to learn and, you know, you're constantly evolving. So, you know, the art is definitely one of those things.
0: Well, and the cool thing is that you're always inspired and you're finding something yes. new and you're seeing something new, but I love that. I know I can come in there and find one of Denise Denise's pieces or, yep. you know, there's you just do it so well. It's, it's so great. And, but I do think too, it's because it's a, it's what you love. You surround yourself, you oh. live like you, your store is like you live. Your life is, is rich in, um, Oh gosh, just living life in a way that feels, you know, all those five senses, I, yeah. I think, yeah. you know, sense well, and smell and visual and, and uh, absolutely. passion for um, something.
1: Well, and it's also a very, um, it's very, all of it's very intentional. Um, it's definitely a word I've been thinking of more in the last, I don't know, certainly since all this stuff happened in the last couple of years is, you know, um, you know, I think when people come to our homes or they're in the shops or whatever, and you know, they're uh, they're like, "Oh, that's really interesting." You know, you know, why did you do that? And and it's, um, you know, there's there's not much that I do in terms of design that's really just not intentional and in, in a, like a really um, like coming from a really good place in terms of you know like. Well, gosh, well, because that was going to taste really good or I thought that would smell really good or I thought it would look really pretty, um, you know, that it's, uh, you know, we, we that, that just that everything is there for a a purpose and hopefully to bring to spark some sort of joy. And like you said, um, the thing with, you know the stores are really there's not one thing in the store that I don't really, really love. And that was a that was a goal from very, very early on because people used to come again, I, you know, having wholesale learned from, you know, learned good and bad from lots of different, you know, buyers and stuff. And right. you know, many of them would be, you know, like, Oh, my gosh, well, you know, I'm buying for my customer. And, you know, I'm, you know, maybe I don't like it. But you know, I'm and I was just like, mm, I don't think I can do that. You know, I don't no. think I can have that stuff in the store that I don't really like. You know, yeah. that's it's uh, it, it never really made sense to me. So that's, no that's-
0: why would you want to spend time around that?
1: When you, plus you own it. My, you, you know, my, <laughs> my, my number one thing was I've always said, you know, like, Hey, if, if, it doesn't sell, then it comes home, you know, I'm cool with that. But you know, if it's like you own it. So like, why buy a bunch of stuff that you don't necessarily like?
0: It's so true. When mom and I had the store, there were so many similarities and that's why I think, you know, she's your number one fan. And, and, uh, <laughs> because it was, it was when we would train somebody, it would, it yeah. would be, you know, just think of this as your home. If somebody walked in your front door, would you not say hello and greet right. them and welcome them? And,
1: absolutely. You know, so yeah. hopefully
0: it was that kind of environment. And then when we bought, it was like, well, if this doesn't sell,
1: right. you know, we, it's ours. Yeah, so. and then we're, <laughs> we're going to be eating off of those plates, uh, and absolutely. we do. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a- a- absolutely. You know, when you mentioned the thing about you know saying hello and and having it, you know, it's fascinating. You go into you know, some spots and, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, there's there's no music playing or it's so light you can barely hear it. And, you know, you're not really greeted and you're just, it's just a very, um, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. I mean, I think um, uh, it's just vital that people feel comfortable and be made to feel comfortable in this space.
0: Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. You know, can you share any, you said one of the things that kind of kickstarted your switch to creativity was
1: mm-hmm.
0: being on the secret wedding team. Can you talk oh. any any bit about that?
1: Oh sure. Um well, so um sadly they are no longer a couple, right. but it was it was for the gates. Some um of us have had wedding.
0: weddings that
1: I know that don't 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 always yeah exactly. So um so uh, Bill and Melinda were getting married. It was uh, it was a, a very um secretive, um, affair, uh, you know, not a but wedding. And, um, so they had hired someone that, um, it had to just be very, um, it had to be very in-house. It couldn't be, they couldn't hire a huge event company because it just, it would have been it would it no leaks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so in college I studied, um, calligraphy i went to my freshman year in college i went to st ambrose college in davenport iowa and there was a priest there that was you know one of the the top calligraphers in the world and um he was just this really lovely man and so i I studied with him and so i knew calligraphy and i should say i I knew calligraphy because i don't really do it very much anymore but um but i was just kind of fresh out of college or whatever and so i knew calligraphy quite well and so this woman knew this that was kind of putting this whole thing on and so she was pulling all these different people that she knew. So like she knew that I was a really good gift giver and she knew that I knew calligraphy. So I was doing, so like I, you know, was buying all the stuff for the, all the different events that, so like you'd sit and have lunch and then you would sit at your place setting and there'd be a lovely gift that was actually purchased just for you. And it'd be monogrammed with your initial oh, wow. or whatever. I mean, it was, it was really love the phenomenal detail. Yeah. So I was doing that and I was doing the calligraphy for, you know, all these different, um, People that, you know, now were, you know, they were names that meant nothing to me at the time. And, you know, if, you know, now you'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, I yeah. I people are um and uh and so it was just and it, so that's actually what got me going to the gift center um I didn't even know that there was a. I didn't even know what a gift center was and so that's where I was buying a bunch of it and so that's what kind of got the wheels turning on that and I'm like hmm that's really interesting um so yeah that was completely the impetus for being the push that took me from teaching tennis into my um my wholesale days for sure Oh, so, I'm I'm
0: glad it did. That's those yeah. sort of things are so interesting.
1: Yeah, because it came out of really no, I mean nowhere. I mean, it literally was leaving the tennis club and and you know my tennis whites and going you know to her home and you know handwriting the invitations and and hand you know the all the little place cards and and all this stuff. So um, yeah, um, I mean, it's just completely then, random. I mean, yeah,
0: and then saying, "Gosh, I like this. I like to yeah. do this. What what would it look like if I?" had more room in my life for this or more time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was just, it was the timing of it was, um, you know, couldn't have been better because it was just, um, like I said, it was one of those things that um, uh, it showed me a lot of, uh, you know, like I said, I I never would have gone to the gift center and then I did and I was like, my gosh, you know, that's that's a really cool building and, you know, when it was really, you know, the gift center was just this phenomenal, phenomenal, I mean, the industry's changed so dramatically, you know, over the years, but, you know, that was, I mean, that's, I mean, if you were buying, you came to the, you know, you came to the gift center. It was just, it was part of it. So um, I loved it. I absolutely, I mean, I just, um, I loved all the people involved from the other showroom owners. I mean, I still have great friendships with people that had showrooms and that still have showrooms, you know, it's not, the gift center's not there. Have you gone to that? Have you gone to that new, the new one?
0: I have not yeah. not a bunch just yeah something. but you
1: know so it's yeah. it's really, you know it's sweet I mean it's a phenomenal yeah. building or whatever yes. so I mean there's still a lot of those people that are still doing that you know from that whole entire time so. you know I
0: I do I love it when I go to a show I went to Vegas recently and I'll be mm-hmm. in High Point and and there's I make it, it makes us sound like we're ancient you know <laughs> <laughs> but we've just we've just you know we've been doing it for a little while but I love it when while. I run into someone like you, or Kelly O'Neill, or mm-hmm. you know Don Schweitzer, somebody that has been D- Jane, of course, has been mm-hmm. doing this for a long time, and it's so fun to see the paths that people oh. have taken. Oh my god! Or where, and so many of them are are leaning more heavily into their creativity. You know, mm-hmm. they might have sold something that they got from somewhere else and now they're painting or whatever right. that might be. Right. Or, you know, Hillary Lambert, who's still the buyer for Sunday. It's like there's not many people that are still in the same position they were when we were right, in wholesale or yeah. buying, which right. we still are. But I just, I love that because I think when you're young, you think, at least I can only speak for myself. I I just don't think I saw the long game, you know, I, mm. it, it's just, well, here's what I'm going to do because I like it, but right. what, what's that going to turn into? And it's
1: right.
0: I, one of the things too, is I know you started your blog. Was it 2011?
1: Uh, 2011. Yeah. 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 I mean,
0: exactly. that, yeah. that is really something awesome too because it's so wonderful to read and I just love how it's again it's an extension of of your day really of the the things you love and you're passionate about it that you want to share Mm -hmm. and it's just done in such a because I like everybody else there was that time where it's like well maybe I should start a blog and I was going to do that when I had Cooper so that was what 2008 and you know I just sat and read them I didn't actually (laughs) remember
1: Well I did actually buy that, one. <laughs> no, and I mean that was 2011 was definitely I mean it wasn't quite at that I mean I think two thousand eight was really when a lot, a lot of people were starting them or whatever. And I I, you know, certainly read a share. And then people would always say, Oh, you should do a blog, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm not gonna do a blog. I I just I didn't like the word. I thought the word was weird. I just thought the whole <laughs> concept was I, I don't I just, like that uh, word. Yeah, I don't like that word. You know, can we and then um I don't know what it was actually um part of it was so we had this uh gentleman oh my gosh he was our it guy for the longest time um fabulous gentleman um uh in jeff bush and he worked uh with Ted Tsai, that um the contractor the the construction company that ted was partnered at for many years and jeff was the it guy there and so he did he would do watson kennedy stuff you know help us on the side and so um he just, he knew me very well in terms of how my, um, uh, you know, I always say I'm not techie and Ted so I, uh, it was is always like, oh God, Ted, you know way more about that stuff than you ever, you know, really give into or whatever. And, um, and so Jeff knew that I would not write it if i had to come to the store and sit at a computer and write it uh. but he knew my connection to my iphone he knew how connected i was to my phone and um so he's like so he's like ted you know he, he was one of them he's like oh you should do a blog and i was like and then he goes but i think i have a workaround for you he said I, i'm going to set it up for you on your phone so you can take the pictures on your phone and we can do it through wordpress and basically you know you can just base you can do your whole entire blog from your phone and i go wow. i'm in yeah. i'm totally totally in i'm like once i get past the, the name the word blog and which i did <laughs> i finally got over it um i was like okay great i'm gonna do this and then um the whole idea of doing So I'm a very, I think because from my athlete days or whatever, um, you know, like repetition is a very, you know, repetition in how I do design repetition. in just so much of my life is, um, is you do something and like in tennis, you know, you, you hit a ball down the line and you hit it down like a thousand times and that's how you get better at it. And so I find with repetition, that's kind of how I get better at stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this every morning when I get up first thing. So nine times out of 10, i actually, am literally still in bed when I write my mm. my blog post. And so, so Jeff, it was just so interesting because he just knew how my mind worked. He knew that I, I did write in the morning. And so, you know, he's like, Ted, you know, you do, uh, you do a lot of your work that you send to me, you know, for me to post or whatever, you know, like when he was helping with newsletter stuff or whatever. And he's like, you do that in the morning. He's like, well, then just, you know, like that's when you'll do your blog. So it was, it was really interesting to have somebody that has, I mean, and not, and I adore Jeff, but he's not, not necessarily a creative guy, but he's a right. you know a tech guy. And he, so he was like, okay, well, here's how this creative guy is going to be a little bit techie. And so, you know, even and that
0: made sense the, to you, obviously.
1: That, it totally made sense. Yeah. And it, um, and it made it doable. Cause I, yeah. like I said, I knew, um, I knew once my day got started, you know, once I got to the store, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to turn my brain on to like write or whatever. And so, my thing with my posts and doing it daily is um, you know, sometimes it's literally, you know, 20 words and mm-hmm. sometimes it's a quote. And sometimes it's um, so it's, and sometimes it's really long, you know? So like I, I and that was kind of my thing I was like, well, I'll just see how, how it rolls. Um, it, you know, have how a, how, you know, I get up and I, whether what I'm inspired by. So I constantly am taking photos and that's always been very much the, the case. So what I do is I, um, I take lots of photos and then I look at the photo and then I gain inspiration from it. And then that's how I do my post each day. I um, love that. So, um, and I, yeah, I've literally done it for, gosh, what, 2011 every day. So um, it's one of those things that I, I can't, I can't even imagine not doing it because it's connected to me to so many people around the world in such an amazing way. I never, ever, that was not why I did it. It's not why I did it at all. It was more just kind of a, a a creative outlet. And I thought it would be a really great thing for the stores or whatever. And I mean, there are people, I mean, there, you know, um, I've heard from people, you know, like all over the world that, you know, have read it maybe they'll read it every day or whatever they click in. And it's just, um, and there are, we just had a, uh, we just had a woman, um, her name is Mimi and she lives in Berkeley and she has read it every day for, I think almost the beginning. And she just was up in Seattle and we had her over for, I made her a lunch and, and she, you know, we had her over to the apartment. And, um, so it's, um, it's become this just incredibly, um, uh, uh special thing in my life yeah. that, um, I didn't necessarily, like I said, I just had no idea what it was going to lead to when I started doing it.
0: I love that so much. I, I think there's something about that. You know, I am not very good at, I'm, I should say I'm, I'm changing my kind of routine. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I get up, I might spend a little time on my phone, which I didn't used to, cause I didn't mm-hmm. have a phone that you could right. do that with. Right. right. But right. I get up and I, rush into my day especially having a team you're trying to get out of the house so right, right i rush into my day but what i'm trying to purposefully do is spend some time in my head and 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 just kind of you know mm-hmm. taking stock right for sure and yeah. i think that's an example what you've done because i I remember when i really i did have a few episodes they are out there somewhere in blog land mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but i just remember thinking i have to come up with something really smart or really mm-hmm. thoughty or something and yeah and what i what of course i didn't know then is no if if you just right. are telling your story and showing up as yourself in your life that's mm-hmm. what interests people more than you making up something you think they want to hear right exactly and, and the and like you said the experiences and the relationships and the all the magic Connection. that that yeah that brings you yeah yeah is that is that how did the books come to be? Because we haven't talked about your books yet. The,
1: um, so the, actually, the uh, the uh, the blog was the impetus for the book. So okay. um, there was an editor um, uh, in New York was Sterling, um, and she read the blog, yes. yes, and she contacted me, and she was like. Um, Oh my god! I see this as a book, and I see this as a whole series of books. And there's this gentleman; his name is Lee Bailey. Um, oh, yeah. I remember You know, Lee yeah. Bailey. You know, was a was yeah. fabulous book. And Lee yes. Lee had reta- he had a retail store at Henry yeah. Bendel in New York. And yeah. and so she's like, "You're going to be my Lee Bailey. You know, oh, we're going to turn this that. into a whole series of books or whatever." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's so." Cool. Great. I'm, 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 I'm on board. And, you know, as long as I can keep it, you know, like it had, you know, how I had had it or whatever, you know, that was kind of bloggish or whatever. And she's like, Oh, absolutely. So, um, But in book world, it's just funny how book world works. Um, So I didn't really um, uh, know much about that publisher. I mean, I knew a little bit about that publisher whatever, but I mean, I literally, I was signing because of her and I loved her. And, you know, when I sat in her office and, you know, it was like floor to ceiling books and she had been there for, you know, probably 20 years or whatever. And it's like, you know, every book I'd ever loved, you know, was, you know, a book that she'd done or whatever. And so it was really, I was like, oh my gosh, this will be great. And, you know, I'm going to have this long relationship with this editor and, um, so I signed with them. And then like a week later, I get this this horrible (sighs) email from her and she's like, oh my gosh, you know, Ted, I was offered, you know, my ideal, you know, my ideal job that I'm going to have until I retire or whatever. And, um, in publishing somewhere else. And, and, (laughs) um, and I was like, oh, Oh, my God, you're oh. kidding me. Oh and so um, very luckily, she had a lovely assistant, John, um, John Foster, who was awesome. And so he ended okay. up being my uh, my editor for that for the first book for Style and Simplicity. And um, John was great. And um, but publishing has changed so dramatically. Also, you know, like, yeah. you know, the rep world or whatever it has. Um, it's just so very different. And, you know, it used to be people stayed forever you know they were at a publishing house and they were you know they were an editor forever and ever and so you yeah. really could stay with somebody for a long time so then when i kind of thought about doing another book then john wasn't there anymore and i really mm. um so then i really kind of just i took a break from it because i just was like you know i really only want to do this if i'm really uh, you know because i do books i don't want to say i do them on the side but you know i still have my you know my, right. my business you have other you know, things have going stores on and, you know lots of other stuff going on. So. Um, he kind of has to fit into you know my life and our life, and so <clears throat> I took a, a bunch of years where you know, I was just like, you know, I'll I'll do my next book when it when it's supposed to be done or whatever, and so you know, just funny how things work and people and, and all of that. And so um, I'm, you know, now with Gibbs Smith and, and, you know, I know, you know, Gib Smith well. And so uh, the head of Gib Smith came into the store and she, it was the, oh my gosh, probably, I think it was maybe in February of 2020 and she just, similar to that experience you had, you know, when you came in, she just was like, wow. And she just came over and she goes, I want to do books with you. And, you know, it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, it was just, it was like things happen for a reason. I do believe that. And, and, you know, she and I just totally clicked and I signed the week before the lockdown for COVID. So, you know, to sign a two book deal for entertaining and, and design and then be like, Oh my gosh, well, we, <laughs> we can't what? <laughs> entertain, you know, what do you, what do you mean? So, um, so yeah, um, that's, you know, that's how my, um, my second book came about. Um, it's beautiful.
0: So, the guide well, to stylish entertaining. Yeah.
1: You know, thank you. Thank you. It's well, beautiful. Uh, so, so thank you. Thank you. Well, I had lots of fun with it. Um, very different from how I do the blog in that, you know, typically like for the blog, I'll set a table literally for a meal that we're going to have friends over or family over for dinner and all whether I'm doing a recipe or a table setting or whatever, like we eat that meal. We right. sit at that table. You know, it's a it's a very real thing. And that's always been my thing. I've like always wanted it to be really real and not stage. And so for the book, it was very different because, you know, I was setting tables for, you know, a party that we weren't really, you know, we weren't going to have because it was um, so on one hand, it was an it was it it made me miss entertaining even more, Mm. which actually made it even more lovely to write about because, um, you know, when something's taken away from you, um, you know, you you have to examine it in a different way. And so, um, you know, it was it was pretty interesting writing an entertaining book when you know we yeah. were tame. so interesting
0: but i yeah. love that you still had so much i mean it's so in your heart and in what everything you do and so you had things to pull from and oh,
1: yeah oh, ideas God. and oh yeah yeah it was it was um like i said in some ways it was re- it, it was really lovely because it gave me something i mean covid for a retailer was just such a scary weird time and so um you know, I, you know, like so many people, you know, I I just was like, this is not going to take my business down, you know, I'm going to do whatever. And, you know, it takes to, you know, make this all work. But then I would come home at the end of the day. And, you know, like all of us did during those times, you know, mask off and, you know, just like, oh my gosh, what will and then I, that's when I would be working on the book. So the book actually was a really lovely, uh, not a distraction isn't the right word, but it was, it was nice to have something else to concentrate on and have another creative outlet that just wasn't necessarily where COVID wasn't, you know, just such a major part of it or whatever, because, you know, with the stores. As you know, they were boarded up for months and months, and it was just an intense time to be a retailer. And so um, it was a nice escape. That's probably a better word.
0: Did you grow... I mean, this is kind of a silly question. Of course you did. Your online presence in that time, did you... I know you have great gift like a your monthly
1: Oh, care packages yeah care yeah, yeah. Packages. That, that that came out of it um yeah the website I often say you know my father is my guardian angel and um he 100% was because we um we've had a website gosh for 20 years for Watson Kennedy but and so this is our I think fourth or fifth iteration of it. So we'd always had a website, but it was good, but it wasn't amazing or whatever. And then in 2000, the beginning of 2019, or maybe even 2018, we were like, you know, let's really like, let's ramp this up. Let's like really, let's treat this like a store. Let's think in terms of, you know, money that we're putting into it in terms of time and energy and all that stuff. So fall of 2019, it was when we launched that, um, that new website. So I mean that was just literally. I mean the timing was just. um, Who would? Yeah. No one knew. Guardian angel. uh, Truly, my guardian angel. So we were kind of primed for. I mean, you know, we the website like the shops are very deep with inventory lots yeah. of, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of items on the, on the website and in the source. So, um, you know, we'd already had that set up. So that was just incredibly fortuitous and really, really lucky. The care package thing was just, again, an idea I had, I was, you know both stores were boarded up the first the market shop was closed because the the inn was closed during this format so we weren't you know, there were no customers coming in but we were we still were doing you know website stuff and you know having i was doing private shopping on my with my phone with people and you know i was doing anything and everything to you know keep it all rolling and um we use these priority postal boxes a lot. We have mm-hmm. almost always. And so I was like, well, why don't we like, why don't I think in terms of like doing a care package for someone that it's not necessarily event related. Um, it's mm-hmm. that for a birthday or a, I mean, right. so like, I love, I love just because gifts, I think they are some of my favorite gifts. And so that was really the, um, the thought with the care packages was like, let's initially just like, okay, we're all at home. And, um, and like, how do you send somebody? you know, how does somebody, you know, send somebody a gift that, you know, they're not in shopping. So, um, that's how the care packages started. And, um, those have been just, I mean, I think we're on care package number Like, I think we're in our seventies or eighties or something. So we do three. So now we do three every, I do three every month. I put the composed three a month and, um, and they just have continued to be just an amazing seller for us. And, um, it's just really fun because I mean, then they are, I mean, people do give them for graduations and birthdays and all that stuff, but it's always the idea is you know, a kind of composed grouping of things. Um, that's just really fun for, you know, somebody to get and yeah. They don't always, you know, again, the things don't always make sense. You know, it's like, maybe it's too, well, I mean, it's kind of theme related, but it's not, um, you know, it's, it's just mainly meant to be a Watson Kennedy thing. So, you know, you're always going to have a sweet in it. It's almost always a chocolate and there's almost always a candle and there's always a of soap. And then there might be some really cool glasses. So, um, so yeah, the, the curb have been incredibly fun and, and, um,
0: well, the thing that's kind of fun about that is you are such a good gift giver and it's kind of like giving getting a gift from you. I mean, you yeah, put it together. The, it's like, I the, love yeah. this. I'm inspired by this. It's an anytime gift.
1: Yeah. And it's, like I said, it's the fact that it's a, a bunch of different things is really, you know, it's just not, you know, are there's probably always at least like five to 10 things in a care package. So it's, you know, it's really fun to, you know, like kind of go through it and like, oh my gosh, you know? Um, So they're, uh, they're meant to just be really happy. And um, they they spread lots of happiness.
0: I love that. I am. One of the things that I definitely associate with you with is your homes. You, Mm. I think, well, I knew you because of the wholesale, but then our mute, dear mutual friend, Jane Dagmy, who at the yes. time was an editor for country living. She was. I remember her coming out to shoot your home. Mm-hmm. And I remember the big fallen tree and the, the pictures of the tea on the walls. Cause mm-hmm. it was an article in country living. And I don't know.
1: I think the first, in- well, now I have to remember, did the fur, she did the, um, she did, uh, she did Westward on Bachelorette Island first. Yes. So she, um, uh, that was because she, then she came later a couple years later and then yeah. did our apartment. Cause that um, was,
0: I was living in Atlanta then.
1: Yeah. 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 So it was so cute because her girls were, That's her so girls were just cute. teeny, teeny, I teeny, know. you know, and we, we have that outdoor shower. And so Dude. she's like, Oh my God, I love this idea. You know, I'm going to take the kids on the beach and they're going to play. And then, you know, they'll be in their bathing suits and then, uh, you know, they can wash <laughs> their feet and whatever in the shower. And th- th- there's a great photo of the girls, you know, doing their feet and, 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 uh, I think. Wait, was Bailey? No, Bailey was at the department. Bailey wasn't there yet, but um uh it was just cute and, you and know, having them there.
0: <laughs> in my first shoot with her, I have Dylan's pink bunny slippers in that they're in the shoot because she was there too, of course, you know.
1: Yeah, oh my God, so cute.
0: But I remember her telling me she was coming and see and seeing the picture. She was going to this amazing island and I wouldn't believe it. And it was so many years later that I I mean, I didn't my first trip here to Vashon was 2013.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And oh I was my like, goodness.
0: wait a minute. I finally put, you know, two and two together. Wait, this is the Ted's Island. So for those of you listening, yes, we don't see each other very often, but we're on the same island,
1: which and is pretty is, awesome. It is An extraordinary island and and um if any all listening whenever you come to seattle and visit you have to go to bachelor island and just spend some time because it is a magical um it's like you've stepped into a different time and it always has that it just has always had that feel i mean it's definitely changed over the years but it's still you know there isn't any time that we um you know, that we go, that we get off the ferry and I'm just, you know, I take a couple deep deep, my, my, my heart rate changes and um, it's just um, still, there's never a time that we go that we're just not incredibly grateful and thankful for how lovely it is.
0: I think you've done a really good job of balancing what you do. It seems just from observing that you do you you have your routines mm-hmm. you know getting that ball down the line yep. kind of thing <laughs> where you have the store but then you you know on sunday or saturday night you're going mm-hmm. to go to yep. westward on vashon or you mm-hmm. spend part of the year you have an another amazing place that people can stay in because it's an yes. airbnb, airbnb right
1: yes exactly. i love on
0: the bottom of your website how mm-hmm. you can see your beautiful homes because your yeah. home the store is one thing but your homes oh my gosh i got <laughs> i was very lucky to be part of a shoot um another country. Oh, living yes. another, your another house. That's
1: right. Yes, yes, and yes. Somebody
0: said it was it was uh yeah, I got a call like, don't you live on Vashon We're shooting Ted and Ted's house and <laughs> and they could use some extra hands like what?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm, I'll, I'll like...
0: sign me up. So yeah. but your homes and and the the just your vision for each one. I mm-hmm. think it's really rare. I have not seen that often mm. where somebody has such a vision. For, I mean we all have visions for our space but you you can kind of keep them separate like mm-hmm. I I love digging into the Hawthorne pictures mm-hmm. in Hudson because of your the the greens there right. even in yeah, the yeah. winter you know the yep. greens there and yep. and Westward the the red white and blues mm-hmm. and the yep. and it's just really. so beautiful and and I'd love so if you could tell people mm-hmm. listening about the westward house like it mm-hmm. is a gem it was owned by
1: oh yes so um so our house on a Boston tiny Island, little
0: fabulous
1: teeny little teeny teeny little uh beach. bird house some, uh, yeah some people would call it a beach shack uh a little beach cabin cottage whatever it's right um it's, it's perched uh, it's right on the, it's on Colville's passage and it's um, what we loved about it is we, when we were looking um, we looked at a bunch of like bigger houses, but they were always like right next to someone else or whatever. And our whole thing with coming out to the Island was we wanted it to be incredibly private. And so when we, when we saw that and you park up above and you walk down, you know, eight flights of stairs and you know, it's three acres and the way the house is set, you know, it's just, you're there and you're just like, you don't have a sense of anyone else no. around you or whatever we were like oh my god we can play with this house and make it phenomenal or whatever it's like it's private that was our number you know that was our number one thing and ted always wanted a um a house in trees and i always mm-hmm. wanted a house on the water and so it was just a perfect marriage of that Yeah. and so we bought the house from the former mayor um westman from seattle and um He had had it for years and years in his family. And, you know, I think his kids grew, you know, they, you know, it was their weekend place with their kids. And by then the kids were, you know, grown and gone and probably married with kids. And so I don't think that he didn't use it for many. I mean, it just hadn't been used in forever. So it was, I mean, we, so I think it was Ted Sive's 39th birthday, it was 38 or 39. We had his first birthday party we had it there when it was like we just bought it so Mm. it literally was just it was just naked we had no hardly any furniture there hardly anything and I think our friends came down and I think they were like what in the did you guys do you know like why would you guys have bought this house and we're like just wait just give us you know give us a year you know it'll be and so very luckily you know with ted's work you know his he he was a uh as i mentioned earlier he was an an owner of a contracting company and so they did the build-up for you know a bunch of you know helped us with a bunch of stuff and and um and you know our whole idea was you know uh just get it all white get it you know Mm -hmm. get that whole so you know there was a lot of great wood and we're like you know we're gonna paint all that wood white and then we just have always loved French doors and those French doors that are like just full sheets of glass. And so we're like, we're just going to the whole wall is just going to be French doors and it's going to be glass. We're going to open it, and it's just the it's whole idea is just you know like make that small little structure. I mean, it was literally it did feel it had room, you know, it had you right. know like a bedroom. It had you know it's like no, let's not worry about the rooms. Like let's just get it all open. And yeah. so. Um, then he always flew a flag when he was there. Right. He was had the that whole,
0: big, tall flagpole.
1: Yeah, gargantuan flagpole. Bigger than the house. And way bigger <laughs> than the house. Uh, and then he had, um, it, the house was red. And so, um, and we kind of really loved that. And so then, and we'd always collected white um, pottery, you know, old mm-hmm. McCoy and, and stuff, pottery. And so we, we both were just kind of like, you know, like, let's, let's turn this on. Um, let's make this Americana. Let's like run, run with this whole kind of like political thing, you know, like politician, it was his house and it was red and the flag and like, let's just run with that. And we did. And it, I think sometimes when you with color um, and that's certainly the thing with our house in the Hudson Valley is that um, color can tell an amazing story. And, um, and sometimes when, uh, um, because all of our all of our homes are f- small, and um, color actually can actually can really tell just a, a huge visual story and it helps you stay within certain confines. Um, mm-hmm. It so simplifies in a way. It does. Some, it really does simplify it. And so, um, you know, when you're out shopping, you're like, oh, gosh, you know, I, I really love that, you know, purple thing. And I'm like, well, we have no purple in our house. So like, we can't buy that because, <laughs> that you know, helps that. Yeah, you know, that it's it really, you know, eliminates a lot of things from your, you know, your menu. So um, so, yeah. So, you know, we opened all that stuff up and, um, you know, we've got that great little tree house um you know which uh, your son i think is definitely drawn in and, and yes read i reminded uh, we
0: were talking about that this morning we yes so,
1: so it's you know all the different little structures and um it's just our and you know it's our place to go to to um to uh unwind and recharge probably as much recharge there um so yeah. you
0: know i just i think it's harder to do With, I don't know, property and things like that being what you are and what they are. And I know you've had that for so long. But one of the things I love about your properties is that they are, they're so real. They're, they're humbly, beautifully, classically put together. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not, it's a, it's a, it's a super livable place. It creaks and the, you know, the floors are original and, and the things you collect are exactly. It's what makes it. So, you know, you can see these things in, in Ted's books and on the website. And if you're lucky enough to get to Seattle and go in the stores, then you can see them there, too. But I just think, Ted, that you're one of those just rare people that lives. You're very true to yourself. I love mm,
1: that. Mm. No, I. um Yeah, I. Um, hmm. I mean, I think, um, yeah, I, I think that that's something, uh, you know, I mentioned my father earlier and, you know, he's, was this humongous uh, influence, um, in my life. And, um, uh, that was very much instilled in me when I was younger. Um, and, um, cause he was, I mean, he was incredibly true to himself and, and, um, yeah, I, I think, um. And that, you know, Ted and I have been to go. You know, we talked a little bit earlier. Um, you know, we just had our thirty fifth anniversary, and and you know, we we just um, we um, there's there's no art, there's no artifice in our life. I mean, it's yeah. done, everything is done, like I said before, intentionally. And it's, um, it's for enjoyment and it's for making our friends and family feel comfortable in the spaces and, and for us to feel really comfortable in the spaces. Yeah. And that's really comfort is just for, it's just huge for us that, um, you know, and things can be incredibly stylish and still be comfortable. Oh, yes. And, um, you know, and that's, you know, that's always been a part of it as well. And, um, you know, that layered thing and that things tell a story and that, you know, we have nothing similar to the stores. I mean, like we just, uh, with nothing in our homes that we just to have it, like we have it for a reason. It's a story. Somebody gave it to us or we got it on a trip or, you know, it's something we really, you know, love and admired or whatever, whether it's art or, you know, um, whatever the thing is. And so that really, um, it's, um, it's really comforting to be around, um, for us. And hopefully, um, you know, I think that that's what people resonates with our friends and family when, you know, they're visiting our homes or whatever they, you know, they feel comfortable there.
0: I think that's such a good takeaway. I mean, so often being a creative and trying to figure out how to find your way in, Mm -hmm. in maybe a a market that feels saturated or you're not sure how to <clears throat> excuse me how to begin or who to talk to. Mm-hmm. I think that the resounding lesson is the more you're yourself and the more you do what speaks to you, mm-hmm. people will find yeah. it. I mean, your blog Absolutely. is an example, the store is an example and I yeah. think you know the fact that you take with you every day that your dad told you that your life's work has to be something you, mm. you love and you love to mm. do you obviously live that and he must mm. have really um made a wonderful example of that as well his oh, life must have echoed that he, as well
1: hugely i mean he was a uh, oh god he was such an amazing guy um he was a marine uh he owned his own business um he was hysterically funny. He had a saying for absolutely everything. Uh, he was beloved by this community that I grew up in um, outside of Chicago um, when he passed away. And, and um, it was his, uh, what do you call it? The day before the, um, the wake. The, yeah. Like the wake, you know, they were like, Oh, it'll, you know, it'll be an hour, blah, blah, blah. And I think it was you know like six or seven hours. I mean, you know, we had every, you know, people that. Cause he was he, young. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah, he was was, um, 59. And, um, so yes, very young, very, very darn young. And, um, uh, but everyone he touched from like, literally the people at the drugstore to, um, uh, uh gosh the drive through people at mcdonald's okay. to i mean it just you know um all of those people came and we're just you know it just it, he um he just had an incredible um reach for and he just um yeah he was an amazing human being so um yeah. i i uh, learned from the best
0: you did well he you are you you carry it well you carry it well <laughs> thanks thank you oh, yeah, I'm yeah. So- I will, I'm just lucky to, to have, have you call you friend, both of you, tags, <laughs> which is so same, cool. Same. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things I love to ask is who's inspiring you. And yes. some people answer with, you know, a thing, cause it's hard, you know, for, for many of us, it changes every day. Right. So can, who's inspiring you today? Who or what is inspiring you? Who, today? What
1: inspires me? Oh my gosh. Let's see. Uh, kindness inspires me, you know, we just live in a a world that, you know, has become more separate. And, um, my hope when, um, it's so funny, I've now talked about COVID a bunch of times and, you know, it's still somewhat fresh for, you know, for me, um, having gone through, you know, like I said, with the stores and blah, 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 all that stuff. And, you know, it's affected everyone so differently, but, um, my hope was that, Going through that would make people and make society more empathetic. That it would because we were all going through. Everyone in the world was going through this same thing, and that can't always be said. Remarkable, no. And so I thought, oh my gosh, you know, that's going to make people much more like, oh, I want to help this person, or I, you know, I want to, I want to be more sympathetic and empathetic towards things. And sadly, that. I think it it did two things. I think it made people that had that inclination, it made them more that way. It made more people more empathetic. Um, and then those that weren't, it made them maybe go a little bit further the other way. And so, right. um, So I find that um, kindness, Ted and I talk about this a lot is, you know, you never really know what's going in through somebody's head. You don't necessarily know what's going on in their life. You don't necessarily know there's just, you know, all these different things. And so, you know, having retail where you're, you know, you're dealing with people all day long and, and um, gosh, we have so many phenomenal customers and, and most of our experiences are just just incredible and really just amazing over the years. Every once in a while, you will have, you know, maybe a not phenomenal experience. And we are, our takeaway is always, you just don't know what that person was going through or whatever. So, you know, I just, you know, we stress it so much. And I mean, I have such an amazing group of people that work at Watson Kennedy and, you know, the um, kindness is just a huge thing for all of us here. And, you know, I think they all exhibit it and that's, you know, huge. Um, in in other inspiration flowers I'm always inspired by flowers you know, we, you know, live part time on this just incredible island that's, you know, filled with so many glorious flowers and in the Pacific Northwest flower, you know, the market, the one shop is by the breakfast market and there's just amazing flowers. So I feel like I'm, I, I get the pick of these incredible flowers that we get to have. Um, but I love how a,
0: a simple green geranium before it blooms is oh, equally God, important,
1: just you know, sublime. I mean, just seeing those leaves and, and, um, you know, tulips the, the leaves on tulips before they've opened can just be you know extraordinary and so um yeah flowers and and like i said before beauty style all yeah. those things um are things that um inspire me every day and, and i love seeing how different people do it and you know you kind of put your own everyone puts their own spin on it you know i think that that you know, with again, having retail stores, you know, people are always like, oh gosh, I, I hope it's okay that I take this idea. And I'm like, oh my God, of course, that's why they're here. <laughs> why These are here. All, just put your own spin on it. You know, it's um, it, very few things in the world are completely new. And so, you know, it's, that's why I love seeing how people do things because it's, um, it's, it's, it's inspirational. Um, I, I'm constantly inspired by people that, that live creative, interesting lives. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. You know, I think the, I mean, I think I bought a Denise piece from you, but Mm. then the Guinness piece I bought, Mm. it it says stylish. That's all it is. It just
1: says stylish. Just a good word. I love it so much. Is that a good one? Oh my gosh, that's one of my. We have uh, one of those in New York and we have one of those at the apartment. Uh, it's just a good, it's just, it's a fun reminder just to keep it stylish. Keep it, you That's know, right. um, keep it interesting. And and um, yeah, for sure.
0: Like you said, you know, good style can be comfortable.
1: Yeah. I think sometimes that might be a word that makes some people nervous. Like, oh my gosh, you know, oh no, I'm not really stylish or whatever. Everyone can be stylish yes. and it can be. Own it. It, it totally own it. And it's, um, and there's a zillion different styles. And, um, to me, stylish is more kind of an energy. It's more, mm-hmm. um, you know, the energy of a room, the energy of an outfit, the energy of a person, the, uh, yeah. you know, it's, um, uh, you know, I feel very lucky. Um, uh, it's a word that is in the title of my two books and, yes. you know, I, I just, I, it's something that I hold very near and dear. Um, and certainly as we, um, you know, get up in age. I think it's one of those things. It's like, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be stylish until I take my last breath. You know, it's like, you are. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. that's like, you, know, you see all these younger people doing things and I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. But you know, Hey, we, uh, anyone can, anyone can have style at any,
0: I'm owning it over here. He says, yeah. yes, you Absolutely. are so well, <laughs> you know, you did quickly mention a two book deal. Is there another one in the works? There
1: is. Um, so I, um, I had, Uh, mentioned to you, well, actually, no, I'm sorry, I hadn't talked about this, but um, I think it was something I'd written. Um, I have my sister, I I have two sisters and I have a brother and one of my sisters um, lives in Kansas City and she is battling um, uh, breast cancer. and so um, we're, we're doing a lot of Kansas City hopefully a lot of Kansas City um, visits and we're going in just a couple of weeks um, so I actually put um, I put the third one on hold a little bit because I really wanted to be available for her but yeah it's um, it's a um, I mean it's it's the, the life of it is it has definitely begun um, and it's actually about our homes um, it's about the three homes oh, and the, it's about design it's the design of the three homes and so a lot of what you and I talked about oh, um, good. You know, what are the unifying things what are the things about color and stuff so I think it'll be really fun so again you know I'll shoot it and I'll style it and all that stuff so I have um I've started a little bit on it and I have a ton of it in my head but um I'm not really going to um press go until um next year it was I you know I kind of wanted a year where I um didn't have that uh because they take a lot I mean doing a book well, and having fun with it. My number one thing is like I, I just I want to have fun with the whole process yeah. of it. Yeah. Um. I don't want it to feel like a drudgery thing. I want it to be because re- I think I think you feel that, you know I think you feel yeah. that in the the you know, the bones of it or whatever.
0: Well, it's a lot of work.
1: Oh God, there's just tons of work. And, and, you know, I'm, I feel really lucky, you know, I get to photograph it and I get to style it and okay. do all that stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing the the nuts and bolts of it, which to me is what makes it really creatively interesting for me. Right. Um, but it adds a whole nother layer of, of work. So um,
0: it allows, it allows Guide to Stylish Entertaining to have a longer, you know, life too, before yeah, it's
1: definitely before the oh. next one comes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so that was part of it as well. You know, I love doing, you know, I'm doing a book signing tomorrow. We just got back from San Francisco and yeah. Carmel and stuff doing signings and, you know, that takes on a whole nother life of, of yes, its own, and, and sure. it takes a lot of energy and time and stuff. So. Well, um, it
0: sounds like your focus is in the right
1: place for the next year. Kansas
0: yeah, city
1: is it, it, also it is. It important is. So, um, and wonderful. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll, the new one, the next one will come out. Soon enough. Well,
0: will you come back and talk to me about it then when that comes? I will.
1: Oh my gosh, I totally do. I must I'd love that.
0: I'd love that. Thank you so much, Ted, just for spending so much time with me and and just, you know, walking down memory lane and
1: what a huge treat to get to talk with you for an hour. I love it. I love
0: it too. (laughs) That's one of the things I love about this the most is just the opportunity to talk to some of my favorite people. And mm. ask questions and dig in, yeah. and you know we don't totally. always get that chance. So.
1: No, oh my gosh, absolutely. I mean, the the thing is, you know, there's the world goes so fast and life goes so fast, and truly, just to be able to sit and chat with somebody for an hour is just this huge gift. So thank you for that. Can we get you gift. over
0: to Sunday dinner at mom and dad soon?
1: <gasps> I would love that. Are they are they loving being out on the island?
0: They love it. They oh, love it, and so you know, great. mom. I mean, really. She, she's out of the pages of your book too she's such her table is set very similarly and I love yeah. it you know you the you never nothing is ever not in you know the milk is always in a pitcher the yes. butter is yeah. always in a beautiful dish the yeah it's wonderful it's wonderful that's, that's how I grow well,
1: that's so great that's so yeah. awesome there it's, that you the, that the two of you get to be so close with them
0: it's, a treat. it's yeah. a treat yeah so sure. thank you my friend
1: oh thank you my friend thank you for the gift of of this. Likewise.
0: Before you go, I just want to say a quick thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something useful to take away and something to make you think. For those of you listening in on Spotify, and I know there are many, you now have the cool option to show your love for windowsill chats quickly and easily. From the show page in the Spotify app, you can simply tap to rate it one to five stars. And of course, I'll really appreciate it too if you leave a review wherever you might be listening. See you next week, lovelies, and I hope it's a creative one.